0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Funny Business Podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, Hope you guys have enjoyed the last couple of episodes. If you're new to the program, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, It's been uh, an interesting week, to to say the least. So we definitely got some good topics coming up for you today uh my name is matt one of the co-hosts of the podcast my other co-host is my best friend mike mike what's going on
1: oh Matt, i think we were talking before this podcast and we felt like we haven't done a podcast in so long but it's only been a week (laughs) it it did feel like a long time
0: but it was it was a good week good weekend sports are back the ufc had their thing on saturday their first main event which was awesome i actually watched like the whole thing and it was just awesome to have live sports back on TV.
1: And, of course, the Last Dance documentary is being aired yes. on ESPN. So, <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: which has just been awesome, and I think next week we'll be touching on that. So stay tuned for that. A- absolutely, Matt. Thank you for the uh, ESPN All Access account yeah. for me to watch them because, you know, me being cheap on my TV, I don't buy that many cable channels. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it, it's a great documentary. So definitely uh, stay tuned for next week for uh, our analysis on that.
1: Absolutely. Now, Matt, I guess I'll throw into our entertainment segments for today. Uh, I went kind of a serious route for this first topic. Um, definitely, we're, we're talking about, uh, again, some of the uh, coronavirus, also known as the worst time ever, of us trying to stay at home. But certainly, we've talked beforehand about how some businesses and organizations and now talking about today, universities, about how they're trying to combat the coronavirus with some of their special events. Um, you know, me working in higher ed, we we did some things relating to our, our seniors. They got a senior send-off. It was beautiful, at least on, on us for Friday night, but um, a lot of colleges and universities are doing the same as well. They're using a lot of products like Zoom and uh, Google Hangouts and all these other things, Facebook Live, all these things that, you know, I've... I'm very well aware of, but however, there are going to be some new stories that are coming out, and this one is is really a serious one, Matt. I know we are funny business podcasts, but this one's a serious one, and, and I feel like there's some words of encouragement to talk about. Um, I did see this on uh, one of the Twitter. I actually saw it on my Twitter the other day, um, and it showed that the uh, Oklahoma City University experienced a Zoom bomber during their graduation ceremony. Um, to give everybody a little bit of a backstory here as far as what was happening, um, there was a individual who was doing a prayer um and convenient I don't wanna say conveniently, but oddly enough, he urged um prayer to his classmates to use love in the face of evil. Um, where there is hate, may we be agents of love. Um, the dude's name is. Uh, last name Williams. I'll, I'll keep the last names just so we can kind of get to the point of the story here. So a Zoom bomber um, bombed approximate 650 viewers and graduates that day. Uh, and what happened was took control of the broadcast. So took control of the whole entire Zoom broadcast and decided to put the screen to black and then the N word. And a swastika suddenly appeared in front of the graduates and their loved ones watching from home. I would be certainly devastated during this, Matt. And, you know, I I think for us to kind of talk about graduation, I know it's kind of a bummer for some of our individuals who are graduating high school or college um, to kind of experience this.
0: Yeah, it's it's so sad. Like I don't understand what goes through people's mind, people's minds that they have to do something like this. Like it's a tough time for everyone. We don't need you going around being a jerk or being a racist for you know, to make things even worse. Like they're just trying to enjoy their graduation. Not the way they want to, but the way that they kind of not have to, but just something to acknowledge them graduating. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Graduating high school, graduating college is a big deal. It's a big accomplishment and then you have jerks like these out there that have to ruin it for everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's it's, humili- it's it's infuriating to be completely honest. It's frustrating because I you don't know, I don't understand why why you somebody had to be like that at a graduation ceremony. You literally could be doing it on your own Zoom party with a bunch of buddies and keep it to yourselves, but you had to make it public. Now, I kind of did some digging, Matt, and was kind of looking around the Facebook pages of this um Oklahoma State, yeah, Oklahoma City University. Um and kind of just wanted to see what their response was. Uh, they ended up actually doing a couple of statements. Uh, their president got on touch with the statements. And what they're actually doing, Matt, is they're in contact with the local and state. And I think the FBI uh, actually is in touch with uh, Oklahoma City University to kind of talk about where we can find this man and basically discipline him for the outrageous act that he did.
0: Yeah, there definitely should be some sort of justice brought on. For him, because not only did you, you, know ruin their ceremony, but the way he did it with the racial slur and yeah, the, uh, the swastika. It's, there's no need for anything like that. Not even not at a graduation. Just never. There's never a good time in the world, or never a time in the world where that stuff should be used.
1: Yeah, no, I'm gonna do a horrible take, Matt. Uh, I I think if it was more so like, I don't know. We <laughs> I sent you a TikTok the other night about um a Formula One race going on and there was a dude that was right next to the microphone that captures it and went as like the cars went by. If it was something, now I like I said, this is a horrible take. I would rather as the person who's producing the graduation ceremony, would rather have somebody like that to do something silly rather than the individual who did this at Oklahoma City University to do something so outrageous. I would rather take that over something like this.
0: Absolutely. I mean, stuff Stuff like that can be kind of funny. The stuff that this guy did is just not even close to being remotely funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, even for us, like like I said, we are the funny business podcast, but we literally condemn any type of act that is something like this that, that occurred. And, um, you know, I, I kind of want to back off from this story, Matt, because certainly the individual who did it doesn't necessarily need the attention, I don't think. Um, but... As far as us, I, I wanted to kind of go into detail, Matt. Um, we know some pretty close friends that, that recently graduated. Uh, my my girlfriend, obviously, Jenna, just graduated with her bachelor's. And, you know, there's a couple other friends that we were uh, friends back in college, still am. And there, there's a lot of emotion going around with some of our graduates. And, you know, I, I mean, for me, I, I listened to another podcast and, and they were saying that they came out of college when it was in the not the Great Depression, but when the stock market crashed back in 2008 and like jobs were very limited. The income was very limited. So and then they're like, look at us, uh, we are <laughs> we're, we're YouTube stars and, and we have our own podcast for crying out loud. And, you know, I, I think these individuals are going through the same thing right now. But I really think there is hope. I know we said Star Wars, May the 4th last week, but there certainly is hope for, I think, our class of 2020, whether they're in high school or college.
0: Absolutely. I mean, just the way that they had to finish their college career, you know, doing it online through Zoom for two months, it couldn't have been easy. I mean, no online class is is easy enough, let alone when you have, like, five that you have to do, and you're focusing on graduation and, you know, getting your resume set, getting ready for job applications. It's got to be a tough time, but if they can go through this, they can really go through anything. You know, these last couple months, have really. I feel like it's probably toughened up a lot of college students, and, you know, for the healthcare graduates that get to go right into the real world and... Working this right away, it's going to be a little shock, but it's nothing that I don't think they can not handle.
1: I think I would be absolutely terrified, Matt. For and that obviously isn't why I'm in the mage the field that I'm in. But for you to go in, I mean, I, I think I've I've asked a couple of our nursing students because I've had a chance to talk to them. I said, "Are you excited or nervous that you're going to this situation?" They're like, "Honestly." I just want to help people out. And like, to me, like that kind of gives you a little bit of butterflies when somebody goes out front, up front and says, yeah, I just want to help people. Like I'll put myself on the line, which is why they're called frontline workers. And, you know, take the distance of helping all the individuals out who are currently going through this right now. Yeah, it definitely takes a
0: special kind of person person to work in the healthcare uh, business. I know there's no way I could. Like, mm-hmm. I get a scrape in my knee, and I'm, like, out for, like, a month. <laughs> so, like, there's no way I could deal with, like, anything like this that's going on or anything in the healthcare world. Um, Matt needs to no. get back in shape, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, big time. Big time. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, even for all the graduates, like, it's definitely a scary time right now for everyone. Um, but, you know, like I said, they've, they did this. They can do anything.
1: Yeah, the, res- the resources are there. They've literally dealt with so much challenge during these past couple months. And literally, if they're able to graduate, which, Matt, both you and I have graduated at least once. Um, and it's it's a pretty, pretty good accomplishment. And if you can make it through it once, and if you can make it through this challenge, the possibilities are endless no matter what.
0: Yeah, I, especially in today's world, there's so much that you can do with so many degrees that you know, I know it's, it's tough not to be worried right now, but if I could ease the minds at all, like something's going to pop up at some point, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like this isn't going to be worth it and you did this for nothing. It's, it's going to benefit you in the long run. Yeah.
1: No, you're, you're right about that, Matt. So, uh, hopefully all of those who are listening that are currently going through this right now, we're thinking about you. We hope anything that comes along your way is great, positive, and hopefully if, if, I don't know, Matt, I don't know if we're considered the experts here, but if there's ever a chance where somebody needs to reach out and for some advice or whatnot, or even just to, you know, kind of vent a little bit, I think we're both here I, I definitely am not putting that out unless you yeah well, no, absolutely i okay. mean you know i'm not the best
0: of advice but i can try my best
1: <laughs> just just don't don't have our, uh, our our diets like matt and i pick when it came to our top 10 list of uh, yes. fast food chain not fast food chain restaurants <laughs> yeah
0: yeah definitely um, not the not always the best that advice but you know I'll be here to listen if you need to vent.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Matt. Uh, Same goes for me, too. But we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, Speaking of a a crappy situation, uh, but pun intended. um, Again, finding another news article that I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to uh, talk about this situation. So, Matt, I know you and I are uh, not at this point yet, but... uh, The engagement season is upon us as far as at least our age. I wouldn't say right about now, but I know there's certainly a lot of people that are our age currently that are getting engaged and also getting married, too, which is one of the scariest. It it just seems like every time I go on Instagram, someone else either is getting engaged or having a kid. and I'm like, wow, I wonder if I'm going to have lunch today. (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, 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 Matt, those Instagram posts and those pictures, have you seen pictures of like rings and all that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely engagement season. So, oh my gosh, Matt. I can't, I, I'm reading this article. So, what happened was uh, a California woman dreamed about eating an engagement ring. She woke up to find she really did.
0: She, she, yes, yeah, she ate her engagement
1: ring. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. Completely ate her engagement ring. Ready to hear this better? I wasn't even, I like, I skimmed through the article, wasn't paying attention. The lady's name. On Tuesday, Jenna Evans was on a Uh high-speed train that was racing down the tracks. Her fiancé by her side with some bad guys appeared. There was only one way to protect the 2.4 carat diamond engagement ring. Swallow it. So that's what Jenna did. (laughs) It's
0: it's a bold strategy, Cotton. (laughs) Swallowing your engagement ring. That's one of those things that, like, dreams... I'm actually, like, scared of, like, dreams. Because, like... You it just they feel so real and then you wake up and sometimes they're not. But in this case, like it actually is. Or like there's that stat that like you eat like eight spiders a year in your sleep. did did you know that? No, I didn't. And that's yeah, that's like like, (laughs) an actual fact. You eat like eight spiders a year like in your sleep. So like something like that, like you could like it's just so weird. Like you have a dream of like this lady eating her engagement ring and then waking up to find that you actually did. How did she not like choke? Like how did how does that happen? How do you not realized that hey like i just put the ring in my mouth like i know you're in a dream but like you know if you have to go to the bathroom you wake up and you go to the bathroom i just don't understand how she didn't feel it
1: i yeah i'm reading through this article matt this this was reported by nbc news and she she quoted herself when i woke up the morning there was no ring on my finger um i couldn't help but laugh at it and then i had to wake my fiance up and tell him that i had swallowed my engagement ring so um they they decided to go to uh urgent care and uh Letting the ring pass naturally through the uh, through Jenna's uh, system, quite the uh, <laughs> quite crappy the situation.
0: Uh, what's that? The crappy situation. Yeah,
1: quite the crappy situation. Darn
0: it, you said it before I did. <laughs> I th- I think my favorite uh, part of this article was when I guess they had an upper. She had an upper endoscopy to see like where the ring was. Yeah, and she said she said that she was afraid he was going to die from an upper endoscopy. She didn't think she was going to live. An upper endoscopy is, like, one of the most simplest procedures. Like, I've actually had one. Like, they just knock you out so, like, you're, you know, you're not awake. And they stick, like, a small tube, like, down your throat. And she actually, like, was, like, terrified she wasn't going to wake. I don't know if she was just scared of the fact that, like, it revolved around the wedding ring. But I'm, like, you know, I I don't quite understand that one.
1: (laughs) I... if she was nervous about about that the um i guess it's an x-ray per se to you know kind of give it a little bit more of a yeah, view or less yeah yeah something yeah. like that hate to say it but i think she deserves to get an engagement ring down her her gulps <laughs> yeah that better also like how big was the engagement ring um i wasn't i i think it was a two point five two point four carat diamond okay i'm not I'm not into the diamond business just yet, but I. <laughs> now, I'm,
0: if if the ring didn't come out like it used to be, does he have to get a new
1: one? Um, I think from what I was reading from the article, uh, it was saying that uh, you know, oh yeah, I, I I'm seeing where you saw the uh the the, the fear of the uh the uh
0: the, the endoscopy the
1: endoscopy yeah <laughs> because like what if the ring like
0: is like bent like you can't keep. Well, do you keep that? Or, like, as a guy, would you go buy another engagement ring if it was, like, not what you bought it as? Uh,
1: Matt, I'll be completely honest. I have no idea. I'm not an engagement ring person yet. So, it's like, you know, (laughs) I I I just, I... I don't know. I feel like if it's not, like, what it was originally, like, maybe Upgrade to to what it a one that actually can't fit down her gullet like <laughs> oh no, just just a
0: ring that's maybe you know if it's in the same condition like yeah maybe you keep it but like if it's not it might be in the best interest to maybe try to get something different cuz like an engagement rings like a big deal
1: yeah i mean obviously an engage- i'm looking at the photo of of her picture that she's showing with her ring and i don't know man i i feel like that can uh that that can uh that they could go through the system and and have it uh you know get out get out you yeah, then maybe 24 to 48 hours depending on how much you eat maybe if you were eating an omelet from mets yeah you would probably get out in like yeah. 10 minutes so eat, eat some curry <laughs> yeah curry. <laughs> or or some laxatives you know whatever yeah. whatever comes first
0: <laughs> and then another funny part of the article was at the end they said they're still going to get married yeah because lodging is because- <laughs> because, because apparently, her eating the engagement ring <laughs> in her sleep is a sign that they shouldn't. I didn't quite understand that part either.
1: Listen, if you're in for adventure and you want to, you know, swallow your ring just because bad guys are coming after you in some type of high speed chase, I mean, I think you want to marry the person if that's that's the case.
0: Yes, absolutely. But all in all, like, I'm glad she's safe because. That could
1: have ended badly, and we wouldn't be laughing about this if
0: it didn't go well.
1: No, now, now, Matt, I, I know we're, we're both on the social medias, Matt, is spe- specifically for TikTok, but um, I, I, I saw this article and I thought, oh my goodness, we've seen so many blunders of engagements and just ring blunders itself that really had a uh, quite the story that was brought. Um, I don't know if you have any right now that, that you could think of immediately of any engagement slash ring stories that you'd want to share.
0: I saw this was sophomore year of college, sophomore junior year in Weiss at 1 o'clock in the morning or 1230 in the morning. It was late. Was it um, here locally or? No, it was it was in Dallas. Like? Like I saw this with my own eyes. Wait, you're kidding. Just wait. So it was like what? 1230 and he got one of those, you know those machines that have like the little paper rings for like a dime? Yes. Yeah, he got
1: one of those and proposed with it. Like, do you, do you know if it's like? authenticated that it was the true proposal or no he got on one knee and like they started she started
0: crying she said yes and they started like hugging and was there no, like, this is like this is legit story clapping
1: or like anybody no happens. everyone was like what the hell just happened?
0: <laughs> like i was in line at checkout and i look at the cashier i was like is that actually like going on right now She's like i think so I like, wow okay why ever get so desperate that i have to buy an engagement ring from weiss Weiss a grocery store I I don't I just
1: don't know. Uh, shout out to our buddy Alan. if only we were at the the beer the beer section of Weiss and and he'd be able to do the uh the uh what do you call it the um the matrimony for for the both of oh them. Oh my god. I pay
0: to watch that. I don't I, know do you have any anything cuz that's pretty wild.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I'm more I'm more on the yeah that that's freaking weird. <laughs> College man, oh, things you do. Yeah, things you do while uh, I mean, uh, things you do in Weiss. That's that's even a specific well, yeah, one. Um, now you have to cover up with your uh, you know face masks and and all that. So make sure mm-hmm. you're doing that. But I, I I'm more on like the the hilarious proposal side. Um, I remember seeing a video on Facebook. Now I I was like thinking you'd totally see something on Facebook or something, but you actually experienced that's something. All with my own two <laughs> um i i saw on i believe facebook the one time and it was uh a couple that was going apple picking and uh i was uh the 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 dude was getting on one knee and ready to propose and the the uh soon to be uh fiance had an apple in her hand because you know apple picking you like to grab and snack on some sometimes and then collect some apples for yourself uh, i'd never gone apple picking before and somehow i know that i feel like oh, i'm relating to blueberry blueberry
0: Apple picking is so fun. I, feel, I used to do it all the time as a I've, kid.
1: I feel like I'm relating it to blueberry picking enough. But anyway, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, guy, guy got it on one knee, legit ring, not a paper ring like Weiss. And the lady was like, are you kidding? And the first reaction through the apple that she was eating right at his face Because she thought it was a joke. (laughs) That's
0: incredible. Could you imagine if it would have, like, hit the ring and he would have dropped it and they wouldn't have
1: found it? Gosh. Oh, my gosh. A follow-up story to that. um, Now, to kind of wrap that story up, they actually, uh, that's their personalities. Like, everybody thought, like, oh, she's a jerk. Like, she did this. Totally, that's their personalities as far as, like, that whole situation occurring was that. Um, But another thing about losing the ring was somebody actually proposed? Uh, I believe it was in New York City. Um, tried to propose, either had the ring ready or was trying to get the ring out, and it fell in one of the grates as you're oh, walking no. around the streets of New York City. <sighs> Greatest thing in the world, state police, New York, New York, New York City police, and they got in touch with some of like the sewage county and, and, and like New York City, like New York City sewage and all that. They found the ring. No way. Yes way. They found the ring. I think it was after two long days of searching. They found the ring. That's incredible.
0: You almost like, you you can't like get a divorce after that
1: because that story is just like so awesome. Yeah. I mean, if it was meant to be, it was meant to be, and the ring would be lost forever. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. If, yeah, if
0: there's a will, there's a way, and they found a will to find that ring.
1: Oh, uh, man, so so hopefully this doesn't happen to, to either of us, Matt, or anybody who's listening to this podcast of any uh, blunder, or, or I hope you don't wear your engagement ring well. That's another thing. Why was she sleeping with the engagement ring? Uh, I don't.
0: I don't think that's too weird, because... It's like I, wearing engagement socks rings are a big deal sleep. for for women. Like I, I feel and also we don't know how recent she got engaged. Like maybe she like just got proposed to and she was, you know, didn't want to take it off yet. Um but I don't think that's too far out there because, you know, girls really do love a a good
1: engagement ring and they do love the man that proposes it hopefully. So <laughs> that, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> or he's got money. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money or uh, you know, I don't know what else. <laughs> a good personality. <laughs> Al, always a good person. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. A fun guy. <laughs> well, Matt, ty- time to wrap up with our uh, final topic for uh, our entertainment segment before we wrap into a commercial break. Uh, obviously, Matt, I- I've kind of geared this last topic or-, or last question or last story towards something that we kind of find out a little bit more about each other during this time. And while we're still in quarantine, we're still in a uh, recording of quarantine, I'm kind of curious, Matt, what has been a skill, hobby, or interest that you are interested in in trying to, I guess, achieve is the best way to cover all of those bases?
0: Yeah, so the one that really sticks out in my mind, I can't really do right now because you have to be outside and it has to be snowing, but I always wanted to learn how to like ski. Really? Yes. I always thought it looked fun. Uh, Probably a lot harder than I think because, like, I feel like I could master it pretty quick, but, like, I probably couldn't. Also very terrifying because, like, you're going super fast down a hill. And my mom actually, like, hurt, got her whole knee, like, torn up because some guy, like, clipped her from behind when oh she gosh. was in high school. Yeah. But, like, other than that, like, it seems like a really cool thing to do. Um, I just was always chicken- and never wanted to actually, like, take the time to learn how to do it. Like riding a uh, also, bike? Yeah, like riding a bike. Yeah, I was going to say that would be my other one I'd like to learn <laughs> how to do. Uh, skiing, skateboarding. Uh, not skateboarding. Uh, snowboarding. I always thought those were two uh,
1: pretty cool activities. Yeah. Now, now, does and your family- They were pretty
0: big in my high school. My high school actually had, like, a ski club. Oh, okay. Yeah, with, yeah like, same, same with mine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, does your family, like, can your family- I know your mom skis, but is that kind of what the influence was, or-
0: I don't think she's skied since then, which is- you know, understandable, but no, we're we're not really a big skiing family. Interesting,
1: right? Yeah, I mean i I tried skateboarding beforehand, like when I was a kid. At dinner, I, I actually got a skateboard. A skateboard. I almost said a skateboarding for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I got a skateboard for my birthday, and just yeah, I tried learning how to to ollie. I guess is the best the the, the thing to say, like the jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Talk about my skateboard terminology, and uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I the closest
0: I came to skateboarding was those two those like finger ones you did with the f- yes uh, those were sick. Uh, wow what, uh, yeah what are they um
1: oh, I'm trying to think bad, bad radio I'm trying um, trying to think what the the name of it was not the yeah s- I, I can't think not of Skechers it.
0: that's a sneaker yes yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Skechers oh that's gonna bother me hopefully it will, it'll come come to us maybe maybe in the sports segment it'll come come to us that's, tech decks that's true it could. Yes, there it. it is, tech Dex. There, it is. there we go. Yeah, those things were so cool. I love how every time I don't know the name of something, it doesn't it doesn't happen. It doesn't ha- it doesn't it's not revealed until I literally say, Okay, I give up. Oh wait. <laughs> That's the key. Chocolate stampede, tech decks. What else? I, I try who, to think. Who knows when next week's gonna break. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what's what's
0: your skill hobby? I know you do pretty much, you
1: you try pretty much anything, right? Yeah, I mean, if if I'm able to do it that doesn't involve money, um, I, I, I wouldn't mind trying it. I mean, I think my job constantly involves me trying new things and applying it, um, whether that's Photoshop, video editing, video, uh, photo editing, anything like that. Like, I, I kind of feel like I need to pick things up as I go along or else I'm going to be left behind. But I think something opposite of... Away from my passion And, and my uh, my interests Is learning how to play the piano I've always wanted to learn How to play the piano I've been influenced by uh, My Aunt Betty not really yeah, I mean, yeah, she's a, she's a good in- influence. <laughs> My aunt Betty's a good influence. <laughs> um <laughs> wait till you hear this. So she plays organ for our church back at home. So <laughs> okay. um I just thought it was so fast. I mean now playing an organ is different from playing a piano in, in ideal situations, but um I know with her, like it was so crazy how many songs she knew, how c- she could read notes so fast and be able to kind of ad lib a little bit when like church was going on. But then um I, I have a really good uh friend uh emily bixler congratulations on graduating by the way emily bixler um she is a star um literally you show her sheet music she could play anything um i'll I'll pull up the one time uh so we we used to host a talent show back at misericordia and we had a uh a segment where we called the halftime show and it was the two co-hosts of the talent show that would do these uh little funny bits and whatnot We always wanted to do something related to Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, James Corden, all those um, celebrities like that, all those late night hosts. I've always wanted to do thank you notes. Couldn't play the piano. I knew how to do a thank you note, just couldn't learn how to play the piano. And it wasn't until I met one of my friends who, that was one of her friends, that was just playing piano. And I had the sheet music right with me because it was on my laptop. And I said, can you play this? Literally first try. Without even wow. like knowing what I was looking at, I was like, "Do you want to be in the talent show this Friday night?" Like it was like Wednesday, and you're like, "It's like, do you want to be in the talent show this Friday night?" And lo and behold, she did it for two years, and then she did it for another two years when I left college, and you know, I I just I think it's it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a, a I'm gonna use the terminology here it it's kind of like uh something that uh it's like a guitar. It's like a guitar it gets gets the girls in the mood and it gets, you know, if, well, whatever you prefer, guys or girls gets the guys or girls in the mood um, when you start playing it, because it's it's a talent. It's a legit talent. And uh, I, I heard in one of the uh, things that I listened to that um, they only had, they had a piano, like one of the dudes is a piano player, but only knew one song. And that was his party trick was playing that one song on the piano And he had to be careful because he would be, like, selective and, like, at the parties. If it was everybody that was there last week, he wouldn't play it. If it was a new batch of people, he'd play the same exact song. I forget what song it was, but, you know, I I just think it'd be cool to, like, pick up some music and start, like, playing and being able to, um, you know, just harmonize and and play some music and, you know. Just rock out. Just rock. Literally rock out. I mean, I've always...
0: I've always been jealous of people that could play an instrument. Like, I actually had a guitar when I was a kid, and the only thing I could play is smoke on the water <laughs> because I feel like everybody just, who, when they first get a guitar, they learn how to play smoke on the water. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I never really never pursued it. But playing an instrument is pretty cool. I feel like it, that's one of the talents that like you really have to work hard at, and that's definitely something that I don't know if I have the attention span for, but I've always <laughs> uh, you know, uh, idolized, like, artists whether they're super popular or just like a friend that knows how to play the drums or play the guitar or something like that. hmm
1: Absolutely, Matt. I you know, I, I think if at times I, I would hope to play any of the Star Wars songs, that that would oh. be kinda like my things to play. Or if I had to pick a, a top trending artist, it would be Bruno Mars and it would be Versace on the floor because literally it yeah. just chords the whole entire time. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what song I'd, like, if there's a song that sticks out that I'd want to play on the guitar. Maybe, like, Enter Sandman would be pretty cool or something like that. Oh, on the guitar. I thought you were
1: the piano. Oh, on I'm like, guitar. like no. That wouldn't be a bad thing to try.
0: Piano <laughs> would be pretty cool to play, too. Play the Office theme song 24-7.
1: I think that's literally everyone's take is trying to play the yep. Office theme when they get a piano. <laughs> you, can't, you can't beat it.
0: <laughs> You cannot be the best team uh, uh, song
1: of all time. Man. Well, if you have a fun talent or, or anything that uh, you could possibly teach us, if, you know, hopefully when the ski season comes in, uh, hopefully if anybody wants to teach Matt, and, and also ride a bike too. I mean, I'm, I'm not the only guy who's going to teach my Matt how to ride a bike, but if anybody yeah, knows that's, how to. <laughs> that's, that's my first goal is to learn how to ride a bike first. <laughs> if you can ride a bike, you can ski. It's like the dodgeball quote. If <laughs> you a can dodge man. a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at funny business entertainment. When we come back, Matt's got the sports topics. All right, moving on to the sports topics for today's podcast.
0: Uh, We're going to start off with the NFL. So the NFL schedule got released uh, last week. So everybody's making their predictions on wins and losses and stuff like that. But what I wanted to focus on, uh, usually they play a few games in Europe Uh, So they play, like, three or four games over in London, and then they play a game in Mexico City. Uh, Due to COVID-19, they canceled all international games. Uh, And I always thought it was odd that the NFL kind of, like, played games over in Europe just because it's not as popular there. But apparently one of their goals is to one day have a franchise, like, have their own team in Europe. So I wanted to kind of talk about if that really should be a thing um, or if they should keep um all of the nfl teams like in either you know north america or something like that because europe i think the problem if they put a franchise over in europe is going to be travel obviously um you know they would have to come over to the united states eight times at least if, if they don't make the playoffs to play a game and i don't know how comfortable uh, football players would be signing with a team in europe if they have to do all that travel for just just the complete like half the season
1: Yeah, I was curious because I wasn't sure if uh, that franchise, like I didn't know if that was going to be like a European NFL that would just play against each other in Europe. So the idea was just to have a team in the NFL, like just join
0: like as either an expansion team or have like, I think Jacksonville Jaguars have been rumored to be moving from Jacksonville to London. Um, So their, their goal was to put a franchise in Europe that would play with the American teams.
1: Yeah, so my, my, my take on this, Matt, is I, I really feel, and I, and I hate to compare it to another sport, but I feel like I have to. Um, I have to compare it to the other football, which is soccer, for those who don't know. But anyway, um, I, I feel like the reason why Major League Soccer, or MLS, was popular in the United States is because of the Americanization of sports, whether that's football, hockey, basketball hockey was in canada basketball was in canada um you know football is really the only i believe correct me if i'm wrong like the only sport that was originated in america is that correct uh yeah baseball may have been too baseball i mean it's
0: america is really the only country that they play like yeah real american football and it's the biggest
1: sport in the country so it's almost you know I want to take the United States out of it because I feel like for us, we Americanize way too many things like French fries, pizza, like sports. (laughs) That's that's, that's fair. Chinese, uh, hibachi, like all these things are way too, too Americanized. And I really think that can apply to this whole European franchise um, because you know soccer soccer originates in the you know the the english the england or you know some of the european countries and and all that and uh you know china itself or all these things um i i feel like it's a reverse uh almost kind of reverse take because i don't think it's going to last and also the complications that you were saying about players having to travel to london and of course um, not to to europe itself i is it is it going to be located in London? I'm. Yeah, that's
0: usually when they go over to Europe, they play in like Wembley yeah. Stadium, which is like the big soccer stadium over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and the other thing to look at it too, Matt, is I and I, I think to look at it from the Olymp- Olympic standpoint. Like, I there's no football that that's in the Olympics, but yet there's soccer, there's basketball, baseball. Sometimes I believe baseball,
0: baseball is just getting added, and yeah. I think uh, next year when they play.
1: And hockey hockey I think is the winter yep. the winter Olympics too. Yep. But Yeah, that's a good point. But looking but, at that, like I, I think you looking I think looking at that from an Olympic standpoint, I don't think you can get the fan base or you can get the mentality of players doing that. Another thing that the NFL should consider when competing over that way is rugby. Mm-hmm. Because rugby is very similar to the gridiron of football. And there is a well-established base of rugby than there is football, at least overseas.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good point. I don't even think football would be like the top 10 most popular sport in England or in Europe in general. Like handball is actually very popular in Europe. And how, how do, I mean, I've never even heard of a person that I know ever play handball. So I think if they would to put a franchise over there, they do get good turnouts at the games. But everyone's got like a different color jersey of like a different team. I think it would be hard to have people switch their fan base from, let's say, Tom Brady and let's say they were Patriots fans when Brady was with the Patriots, to this team in Europe. Now, I think a lot of people would, but I think that's a big risk that they'd be uh, having to take. And you bring up a good point about the Olympics. We're really, like I said, we're the only sport or only country that plays true American football. Even the Canadian Football League, they have different rules. Um, and they don't really play football anywhere else. So I don't really understand why they feel the need that they need to expand the game. I understand they can bring in revenue from other countries and from international revenue. But the NFL is king of America, and they're yeah. never not going to be king of America. So I don't really f- understand why they feel like they have to have a need to
1: have a team overseas. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pulling a Dave Portnoy, but I, out of all the commissioners, I can't stand Roger Goodell. I the really worst. can't. He's the He's absolute the worst. worst. Yeah. The, the, um, I, I believe the, the, the best commissioner or, or someone of the higher authority that does a very good job, and I think I said this in our podcast pre- previously, is the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver. He does a phenomenal job in bringing the NBA to... Outside of the United States, um, I think Africa. They they actually host a couple games in Africa, but it's not. There's, yeah, they're
0: starting their actual their own uh, basketball league in Africa. Mm-hmm. So. so,
1: but it's not it's not something that's going to get cross played overseas. Like that's that's their own league that they're going to be worrying about. Whereas Roger Goodell wants to play this type of crossover overseas type of game, and I don't know. I feel like it's just a way for him to try to make money, but really in reality, I feel like he's going to lose it all.
0: I agree. I don't really see it succeeding if it ever does happen, which I highly doubt it will happen, especially after this whole COVID 19 situation. Uh, but moving on to our second segment. Um, you and I have both played a lot of video games growing up as a kid, and we play Fortnite to this day. Heck
1: yeah. Catch us uh, on Fortnite live streaming when we actually have the chance at slash Mike Gambito. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Had to throw better, that plug. Getting better every day, folks. <laughs> uh, but
0: I thought it'd be pretty cool to talk about maybe our favorite childhood or just favorite sport related video game that we played as a kid. Now, I have a big list that I could choose from. Uh, But before I say mine, I'm curious to see what yours is, because I know we both played a little bit uh, different style of video games as a kid. So I'm curious to see what you have to say about this.
1: So my I guess it really I I think it's crazy how uh, how children are brought up with the video game console, because how limited I don't want to say how limited, but the rights to some of the games are are solely to xbox are solely to playstation are solely to the nintendo switch or or anything like that like i find that so crazy that you know you get brought up in a way um honestly some some of my favorite sports games ever as a kid uh and i think you might be able to to agree with this too to some degree is any of the nba 2k games um I find it funny when they start trying to promote the opposite platform and it's like not coming to me. It's NBA NBA Live. NBA Live. I I cannot see that comparison. When I was younger, I only
0: played NBA Live. I didn't really play two K until like two K twelve. And obviously like it's much better. And Mm -hmm. then NBA Live disappeared for a little bit and now it's back. But yeah, as I, I
1: I loved NBA Live as a kid. Uh, Now, like, the quality is just not as good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I I would think any of the 2K games, like, I kind of grew up with 2K11, 2K12, really focused on my player because I thought it was just cool having your own character and, you know, more so personifying yourself on the team and being able to get triple doubles on the, you know, on the nightly. (laughs) And the soundtrack back in, like, 2K11, 2K12 was fire. There's, I mean, I would sometimes just buy the game just for the soundtrack like it was that good mm-hmm. there's there's a couple of songs on on my uh my play my itunes because i didn't have spotify when i was a kid but i had i had apple itunes and when i had the apple cash i uh, <laughs> bought some but uh I, I still hear some of those songs and it's, my memory goes right back to those yep, games right back to 2k but um i, I think another one what, what's crazy is that i played 2k 11 and 2k 12 on the uh nintendo wii believe it or not oh right isn't that like crazy that had to be challenging um it wasn't so (laughs) getting a little technical here a little nerdy here but like with the nintendo wii like you didn't necessarily have to pretend like you were shooting you literally had to flick up the remote and then let it go when you felt like you hit the um the bar that it is for the perfect shot release the shot release itself um literally i'd sat down there just flick like like just kept flicking my wrist i actually didn't throw my entire hand up to try to shoot but um so it was on nintendo wii i also liked um i'm I'm a nintendo guy believe it or not now that i'm like saying this stuff out loud um I, i had a nintendo gamecube at one point and i think this is another cross game that has been to a couple other things um and it's mvp baseball 2005 by ea sports i was and it wasn't the fact that there was this season mode or anything like that. It was just exhibition games that I literally played night in and night out. Because here's the thing. For all those who still have MVP Baseball 2005 and still can play it, if you create a player and you name it Robert Patterson, what it is, it is a short dude that literally has the stats of King Kong. Like, when you hit, like, it's you have no chance at all of the ball... It goes actually out of the park, and I remember when I used to hit it out of the park. It would like track how far the yardage was. It would stop the yardage, but you would know it's still going because the camera was still tracking the ball.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So I never really, I never, I I myself never got into MVP baseball, Uh, but baseball video games. There's just like so many to choose from. Did so uh, 2005 was your favorite favorite year that you played it.
1: Yeah. And honestly, that was the only year I had it. Like that was the only year I I had it. And, uh, you know, I I think it was just I I was so stuck on games. I never had that time when it was like, okay, you got to buy 2005. You got to buy 2006. Like I didn't get into that mode until NBA 2K came out because I had 2K18 for the switch right now. But I also bought 2K19 when it came out, too. Still have yet to get to twenty because I'm still in the playoffs, so it's like (laughs) yeah, you got to finish. Those seasons do take forever sometimes, especially when you play twelve minute quarters. (laughs) That's like like, yeah, that's even worse.
0: That's true. Um, so I have some honorable mentions that I'm going to throw out there. My favorite baseball video game, MLB Slugfest 2004. Okay, that game was so awesome. Did you ever play Slugfest? I did not play
1: Slugfest, but I'm like
0: kind of hearing. I'm I'm excited to hear the difference between that. so for anyone that hasn't played Slugfest, or if you do, if you did play Slugfest, you know where I'm going with this. If you would get on a hot streak, like if you would go two for three, your guy would would come on fire. Oh, okay. Like he, All right. He, so, I, I remember that. So you'd be standing, like, like, let's say you hit a single. You'd be standing on first base, and they'd throw fire. the ball to the first baseman. <laughs> and if you were on fire, you could just start punching the guy. And he would drop the ball. He could run the second base. Then you'd become even more on fire. So, like, basically the hotter you got, like, the more hits you got with a player, the more, like, stronger he became. And you could just, like, beat the crap out of these guys and make them drop the ball. So you could. (laughs) It was so insane. But it was so much fun. And, like, the gameplay was fun, too. Like, pitching and hitting was so much fun. But you can't get better than, you know, punching someone in a baseball (laughs) video game. It
1: It was nuts. Did you play the the, the Yankees versus the Red Sox and just completely destroy them at times? All the time. All the time.
0: I actually, I think I remember, I think someone on the Cardinals was on the cover, either Albert Pujols or Jim Edmonds, Okay, something like that. But that was definitely one of my favorite sports video games. But my all-time favorite sport video game was the PC, Backyard Baseball. Backyard Baseball. I got scared. I was was, like,
1: what are you going to say there, Matt?
0: I played backyard baseball all day every day. Pablo Sanchez is the goat, the best athlete athlete of all time. I mean, there's a guy on TikTok that um, posts clips of him like raging during backyard baseball, <laughs> and it's just so relatable because I did that all the time. Like, it's it was just it, it's funny because like you didn't even like half the players were just like made up. Like, they threw in a few, like, professional baseball players and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But but it was was just, like, so much fun, and it was easy to play. You just click a button, and it was just, it was, like, the perfect childhood game, I feel like.
1: I feel like for for those types of games, there's not much, like, I think when it comes to to sports, like, 2K, MLS, NBA, MLB, NFL, like, you want to pick your team because you want to play with a team that you love and care about backyard baseball you literally can play whatever team you want because you're not going to get the you know you're not going to get the jeters the a-rods or the you know i'm throwing it way back like the manny ramirez is the randy johnsons or anything like that like you got kid or kids on the block literally that's what it was like having kids on the block that just wanted to play baseball and then you had like a couple of great players and then um Oh gosh, Pablo Sanchez, like if he got him, like it was all over. Like Yeah. <laughs> you basically
0: won the game if you had Pablo Sanchez yeah, on your team. Literally. <laughs> it, it was so awesome. And that's actually that's probably one of the games where like the commentating I don't skip through. I don't know why. Like I just like loved like the commentating. It was just like two random kids. But it was it was just like such a fun game to play.
1: I actually met I had that I had one of the renditions from uh from the PlayStation Two, believe it or not. And uh, I I enjoyed that game myself because it got so annoying when it came to some of the power ups that Mm -hmm. came through, Uh, like the rocket one, like you literally just had to make contact and it was out of the park. Like you didn't didn't have to even like aim, like you just hit it, boom
0: gone <laughs> and then there's that bunting one where it bunts and then the ball just like floats around the field yes. until someone has to go oh, and chase it that pissed me off so much I freaking
1: frustrating oh man you're oh bringing God. some childhood frustration. Oh <laughs> i'm trying to
0: think of other characters There was pete wheeler who was really fast uh keisha phillips was a beast um uh candy Gucci. The, go, uh, the the all-time uh, best baseball player that ever played in a wheelchair. Kenny, oh, yeah. <laughs> remember Kenny? Kenny was a good one, too. But, uh, so many video games. There, it, was, it was a tough choice. I mean, um, there's just so many of the from. They actually announced this week that uh, Tony Hawk Pro yes. Theater
1: 1 and 2 are coming back. I did see Which that. I never
0: played as a kid, but everyone's really excited about it, so I might have to give that a try.
1: I played... Uh... American Wasteland and Tony Hawk's Underground 2 with like Bam and crew like Bam Margera and crew so Mm. I was really I mean I loved um, American Wasteland just because of how open like there was no loading screens and that was like the big like sell selling point was the fact that you could go from place to place to place with no loading screen like you can continue your combo as they call it continue your combo into the next place because they had like little connectors like it's just kind of funny when you realize that like how they had the no loading screen thing and it was literally the smallest of alleyways and you were able to just get
0: on just to the different
1: town so it's definitely funny to see like how Sport
0: like video games in general, but specifically sport video games have changed from like when we were a kid. It's it's definitely incredible. Now Especially you're like seeing the features sweat. Like the players. <laughs> what was that? You're
1: seeing sweat now.
0: Like it's like, yeah, legit. But uh, yeah, definitely sports video games always have a special place place in uh, in our hearts. Absolutely. So it is now that time of the time of the podcast, my my good friend. For take it. So uh quick segue back to last week. Uh, I thought that, Taylor Swift was. Not gonna stand a chance at our votes, and uh, she kicked ass. Uh, she just—it was a—it was—it was a murder. Katie Perry got murdered by our Twitter poll. So that's that's
1: two in a row for me. I'm, I just like to point that out there. So what's 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 this week's? Because because I I don't really care. <laughs> okay. Well, so this week's is not gonna be as contentious. I don't think
0: we're gonna be yelling at each other. But it's a would-you-rather. There's three options. All right. So, would you rather get punched in the face once by Mike Tyson, take a fastball to the ribs by Randy Johnson, or get tackled over the middle full speed by Ray Lewis? Hey, hey, Matt, kind
1: of give everybody a background as, like, each, yes. of, each of those people. So,
0: so, Mike Tyson probably has the most deadly... Right hand in the history of boxing. Uh, Randy Johnson is a six ten left handed pitcher who could throw about a hundred. And Ray Lewis is probably one of the best middle linebackers to ever play a game. One of the strongest guys. Also probably killed the guy in Florida. That's beside the point. <laughs> uh, he 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 got acquitted, but he definitely did it. Uh, just like to point that out there. So yeah, would you rather? So punch in the face by Mike Tyson, take a Randy Johnson fastball to the
1: ribs. Were tackled full speed by Ray Lewis. Oh, you. So, so you, I, I kind of like found a loop. I almost found a loophole uh, because you, you had to throw in a specific as far as uh, what would happen to the, the uh, individual. Um, Mike Tyson's to the face, right? Yes, Mike Tyson's right to the face. <sighs> I feel like my take it for this week is. Taking a fastball to the ribs by Randy Johnson.
0: <laughs> I can understand why you want to go with that one. Um, I personally, I think I'm going to choose Ray Lewis.
1: I thought you're gonna. I thought you were going to go with get punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Absolutely, no, that is not even close. To,
0: if you choose getting punched in the face by Mike Tyson, just know you're going to die. He will kill you. Like you're not going to survive that. Gloves, no gloves, nothing. You're dead.
1: See, here's here's my reason why, and I don't know if this is gonna be up for discussion. You getting tackled by Ray Lewis, you're gonna end up I, I is there any like football gear on you, like that's straight straight up like you get tackled. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I think it would be you're both in pads.
1: I feel like you're gonna break a lot of bones if you're not like totally trained.
0: See, my logic is I the Randy Johnson one, like I can understand why people go with it, but You're definitely going to have broken ribs. Like, that's for sure going to happen.
1: But at least that's the only part of my body that's going to be broken, Matt.
0: Correct. Well, you could have a collapsed lung from the broken ribs. Okay,
1: well, (laughs) you didn't tell me I was dying in any of these choices, Matt. No, but I'm just
0: saying, like, if you could take a 100-mile-an-hour fastball to the ribs, there's a chance you could have a collapsed lung or a punctured lung. With Ray Lewis, there is a teeny-tiny chance that you don't get injured. Like, teeny-tiny.
1: I don't know, Matt. Because like if he
0: tackled one of us, we're probably gonna have something. But like, I think Ray Lewis is the the only choice where like you're not definitely going to break something, or you're not. You might get like the wind knocked out of you. You might be. You might stay on the ground for five minutes. <laughs> just, five, not, just five minutes, not, not, well, not yeah, thirty you seconds. Might, you might need five minutes time to catch your breath. <laughs> but there's no there's no definite. Uh, possibility that well there's a possibility but there's no definite it's not definite that you're going to break something
1: I really feel see I, I feel like you're you're really resting your laurels on, on having protective equipment on you when getting tackled by Ray Lewis because even when somebody has protective equipment on they still get injured in some way shape or form and Matt for the size that you are and for the size that Ray Lewis is you're not going to stand a chance buddy but, but on top of that I it's uh, no I'm it's, I'm
0: probably not gonna end up well, but I, I don't I can't. The other thing is like, if you get tackled by Ray Lewis, like you can kind of brace yourself, which I feel like you could with Randy Johnson, but you know what's gonna happen with Randy Johnson? Like you're gonna see him on the mound, and you're gonna. I feel like the pain's gonna be worse because you you're gonna expect it, and you know it's gonna hurt, so it's gonna be worse in your head. With Ray Lewis, I can at least be thinking, hey, there's a chance
1: I could come out of this clean. I I still. For the average Joes that you and I are, <laughs> I still, I still wouldn't have that. Like, if I see Ray Lewis coming at me like a bat out of hell, like I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna start praying. Like, that's that's kind of my thing. Like Randy Johnson. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like our bodies can withstand a lot, and like I understand the fact that like getting a fastball to your ribs could have a lot more than getting tackled by Ray Lewis, but. I just feel like there's more it's almost like would you rather get into a car crash or be stung by 30 bees in one area? Uh I I'd, I'd, I'd probably choose the 30
0: bees in that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's kind of my like take is the fact that like you're going to get hit by a truck Like, I almost got hit by a truck when I was a freshman in high school. I do not want that. I had that experience when I was playing first base during my junior league baseball game. Stepped over first base, boom, got clobbered, got hit by a truck. I can only imagine how much pain you're going to be in when you get hit by Ray Lewis. The fact that it'll sting as a Randy Johnson, like, the fact that, like, balls hit, boom, you're done. Like, you have the whole entire way of Ray Lewis... Getting you initially, bringing you down, and on top of Ray Lewis's motion and his weight, putting on top of you when he gets tackled when he tackles you. So, would you rather? Uh,
0: how do I want to phrase this? Would you rather have the breathing problem from, let's say, you Randy Johnson hits you, you break your break your Would you rather deal with that breathing problem for like a month, or potentially have like a limp for like two weeks? because Ray Lewis tackled you my, my logic is like I'll take my chance with the equipment and I'll take my chance of maybe injuring myself but there's a small chance I won't with Randy Johnson you know you're gonna have breathing issues for a little while let, let's let like every time you take a breath you're gonna feel it <laughs> let's if you if Ray Lewis breaks your leg you can put your leg up in a cast and you'll be okay every time you take a breath after that Randy Johnson fastball, it's 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 gonna be awful
1: let's not let this distract us from the fact that both of us did not want to get punched in the face by mike tyson absolutely not mike tyson (laughs) if
0: i took one punch from mike tyson i would be dead i think most people would be
1: dead what if it was a jab like it wasn't a right hook like literally
0: it was a so so he released video now he's he he's saw that floating the idea of a comeback no way Yes, he kind of said said something like that
1: this week that he was thinking of maybe having to come back. Did you see those videos of him sparring with his partner? It wasn't it's he insane? Was, it wasn't like he was. It was almost like he was showing somebody something.
0: Yeah, he was just like training. Yeah, like he still has the speed and the force. No, even if it's jab, I don't even – No, there's no. Chance. I'm not thinking. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Your nose will be on the floor. Oh, yeah, like just yeah, yeah. and not. Mike Tyson is probably the scariest
1: person on this planet. <laughs> definitely it's like those uh Geico commercials is having like a snowball fight with Randy Johnson a bad idea <laughs> very much, so. very much so. none of these choices are good <laughs> no <laughs> if we had to pick the lesser of the evil I'd probably go with Ray Lewis yeah well I'm gonna take the uh the Randy Johnson fastball but we'll have hopefully have the poll up for our social media pages um, hopefully somebody will step up and say, yeah, I want to take a punch in the face by Mike Tyson. So, um, who knows if we find that somebody like maybe we can, uh, find somebody who is Half the man that Mike Tyson is, and see how they fare out. I, I really don't think that's going to be. What a,
0: else? They're, if they're willing to get punched in the face by Mike Tyson, what else? Are you, what else will they do? Yeah, right. You know?
1: <laughs> that's it's, crazy. It's almost like what else will you do for a million dollars? Yeah, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Yeah, what I'm would you do for a Klondike bar? Uh, get punched in the face by Mike Tyson? Like, <laughs> absolutely not. No way. Well, make sure you follow no us chance. on our social media and uh, be able to tune in on the conversation. Um, until next time, make sure you stay away from any, uh, baseballs coming at you like Randy Johnson and make sure you stay away from people that look like Ray Lewis and, uh, don't get punched by Mike Tyson.
0: You stay classy, planet earth.